0: Good evening and welcome as we begin our, like to say sort of descent into the tritium of services, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and then Holy Saturday as we then uh, rejoicefully come together Sunday morning to celebrate Easter. Our service this evening begins with hymn number 445. That hymn is found in the blue hymnals located directly in front of you in the book pocket. Please stand for 445 mm Through Christ, our Lord. Lord, have mercy. mercy. Lord, have mercy. The Lord be with you. You Let us pray. (coughs) Almighty Father, whose dear Son on the night before he suffered instituted the sacrament of his body and blood, mercifully grant that we may receive it thankfully, in remembrance of Jesus Christ our Lord, who in these holy mysteries gives us a pledge of eternal life, and who now lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever, amen. You're invited to please be seated for the readings. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to
1: Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, this month shall mark for you the beginning of months, It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell the whole congregation of Israel that on the tenth of this month they are to take a lamb for each family, a lamb for each household. If a household is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join its closest neighbor in obtaining one. The lamb shall be divided in proportion to the number of people who eat it. The lamb shall be without blemish, a year old male, You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of this month. Then the whole assembled congregation of Israel shall slaughter it at twilight. They shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. They shall eat the lamb that same night. They shall eat it roasted over the fire with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in water, but roast it over the fire with its heads, legs, and inner organs. You shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning you shall burn. This is how you shall eat it. Your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it hurriedly. This day shall be a day of a remembrance for you. You shall celebrate it, a festival to the Lord. Throughout your generations you shall observe
0: it as a perpetual ordinance. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together a portion of Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he has heard the voice of my supplication, because he has climbed his ear to me, whenever I called upon him. How shall I repay the Lord for all the good things he has done for me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his servants. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant and the child of your handmaid. You have freed me from my bonds. I will offer you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of you, O Jerusalem.
1: Alleluia. A reading from Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth. I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he
0: comes. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our sequence hymn this evening is hymn 439. We'll sing sing the first two verses prior to the reading of the gospel, the last verse after. So please stand and join in singing hymn 439. It's found in the blue hymnal. gospel of our lord jesus christ according to john glory to you lord christ now before the festival of the passover jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the father having loved his own who were in the world he loved them to the end The devil had already put into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around him. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean, and you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. father, son and holy spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Most of us are familiar with the story of Mary and Martha, the two sisters in Bethany who had Jesus over for dinner. And we know how by the end of the evening after Mary had sat at Jesus' feet, Martha, having spent her day cooking and cleaning and preparing the meal and then cleaning it up grew frustrated with her sister and she asked jesus to rebuke her but jesus turned to her and said no he rebuked her and said martha because he said mary is doing what needs to be done now as i read that as i reflect on that passage i think to myself jesus i think you might be biting the hand that feeds you here And what is it with Jesus when it comes to these different events where somehow resting as his feet or doing nothing is far more important than doing for him? After all, when he healed Peter's mother-in-law, what is the next thing the gospel says is that she got up, And serve them. Now I tell these stories in light of tonight's gospel and I know many of you are just kind of scratching your head wondering what's going on but the same thing that happened in the story with Mary and Martha is now somehow taking place in terms of Peter because Jesus comes around in the middle of the service or in the middle of the dinner and Peter steps back and says I can't let you wash my feet. Now, Peter had a lot of good reasons for this. One, it was terribly out of character that Jesus, his Lord and Master and Rabbi, should take on such a lowly role, one usually reserved for the lowest member of the household to wash his feet. It's also interesting that Peter is the same one who, earlier in the gospel, when Jesus proclaimed him the rock upon whom his church shall be built, when beginning to talk about going to Jerusalem and being crucified, tried to stop Jesus from doing that. But there is something in the words of jesus to peter tonight that made the washing of his feet significant because actually who cares if you wash somebody else's feet why is it that peter who does so much for jesus who has served jesus well as an apostle not always on the right path should not be able to have any part of Jesus if he is not going to allow Jesus to wash his feet. And the answer lies in the fact that later on in this discourse, Jesus will tell his apostles to abide in him as he abides in us. The act of being permitted to wash the feet of Peter was all about relationship. It was about Peter allowing Jesus to love him in the way that Jesus needed to love him and in essence, allowing himself to be loved. That's the same reality that's going on in the story of Mary and Martha. Mary is allowing herself to be in the presence of Jesus, allowing herself to absorb Jesus being with her and to absorb his message and enter into deep relationship with him. Martha, on the other hand, is that doer. And as I look at that story in light of tonight's gospel, I realize one of the greatest issues that we bring with us here to the table tonight is the fact that we are all good at doing. Yet when it comes to our walk with Christ, it's not about doing. It's about being open. And accepting of the love of Christ. But yet we somehow carry with us in the back of our minds that the way to salvation is through the art of doing. We live in a world and a country where it's all about merit, notching the post of progress and achievement that somehow that will get us what we need for salvation when what Jesus is simply telling Martha and Peter is that salvation and relationship with him is not about merit. It's not about doing and being busy. It's about being present with Christ. It's about opening ourselves and accepting the grace and the love of God and understanding that it is only by accepting God's grace, by only allowing God to forgive us and to acknowledge our need for God in order to find salvation. That we are actually able to receive the grace of god peter did not understand this peter saw his role as doing for jesus just like he did on the top of mount tabor at the feast of the tra- on the day of the transfiguration when here he is in the presence of elijah moses and jesus and what does he ask What can I do for you? Can I build you three booths? He didn't quite understand the significance of just absorbing the moment that he was witnessing by the permission of Jesus. In the great commandment, we are told that we are called to love our neighbor as ourselves. I want to emphasize the last part of that statement as ourselves what that great commandment recognizes is that we cannot love another person unless we are able to love ourselves and what saint paul will tell us in the 13th chapter of corinthians is that if we have not love, we are truly nothing. And that love that he refers to is not love of this world, but truly of divine love. If we do not possess within us the source of love itself, then we cannot love ourselves, nor can we love our neighbor. If we cannot love ourselves and allow ourselves to be loved by God, It is hard for us to be in relationship with each other. For God is that source of love. Christ, by opening his arms on the cross, opens for us a doorway for the divine love to pour down upon us. So this night as Jesus goes around to the disciples and washes their feet. They openly accept and allow Jesus to do this, but Peter, but once convinced, not only desires to have his feet washed, but to allow himself openness to the full acceptance of Christ by saying, then wash all of me. Yet it was only his feet that needed washed to fully receive the love of Christ. On this night, Jesus gives us the command to love one another as he has loved us. As he has loved us. And so as we come to live in the command to love as he has loved us, it begins by letting God love us first and then allowing that love to build within us to move us out to do for others out of love for each other and not simply to mark the notches unopposed or to be the doer that forgets to be part of the relationship as well. Amen. Lord God,
2: you are both host and servant at this meal and in our lives. Teach us, we pray, to follow your example of love, hospitality, and service. In your mercy, Lord,
0: hear our prayer.
2: We pray for your church, broken in many ways. We wait in your guidance and nourishment for our lives, for encouragement and strength for your mission in your mercy Lord hear our prayer we pray for our leaders responsible for shaping our common life that they may lead us in ways of justice and peace in your mercy Lord hear our prayer we pray for those who struggle to find food and shelter tonight who hunger for peace who ache for warmth and friendship heal broken hearts and spirits Envelop the sick with your healing embrace. We pray for those who know the pain of betrayal and for those who face death today. In your mercy, Lord. Hear our prayer. We leave this place singing hymns of love. Embed them in our lives that we may teach others to sing. We follow you into the garden, into the unknown. Teach us to trust the lessons of this night. In your mercy, Lord.
0: Hear our prayer. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart Keep you in everlasting life. Amen. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. Please be seated. Again a warm welcome to everyone, to those who are visiting If you might take a moment and let us know you are here, there are visitor cards in the pocket in front of you. It kind of forms a bifold and it's a bookmark. One side you fill out, the other side you take home. Uh, Unless you ask for it, we do not put your name or email address on any um, email list or send it off to anyone else. We will only do whatever you ask on the note. But if you are visiting, we do ask that you please take a moment, fill it out, and place it in our um, collection basket basin um, during the offertory. Also, this evening we will be receiving in stations as we have been doing, and that will take place here at the crossing. We just invite everyone to come up um, along the main aisle to receive the bread, and then if you wish to receive wine through intinction or dipping and then proceed to the side that you received the wine from and then go down the side aisle if you can get back in your pew um, from that side that's great if not just come back up the center aisle and return to your pew also as we look forward into this weekend we have two services tomorrow Uh, our first one's at noon that is stations of the cross and then tomorrow evening at 7 pm we will have the full good friday liturgy with the reception of the eucharist from the reserved sacrament on Saturday at 7 p.m., we will hold our Easter Vigil. It is an evening of readings and then the celebration of the first Eucharist of Easter. And then on Sunday morning at 10:15, there's only one service Sunday morning, 10:15, and that will be our full festal service with choir and timpani and brass and whatever else Tony has pulled out for the occasion. It should be most magnificent and. Um, That takes place at 1015. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and make good your vows to the Most High. Our offertory hymn is 315, found in the blue hymnals. Things come from you, O Lord, and of your own have we given you. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty. Creator of heaven and earth, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For our sins he was lifted high upon the cross, that he might draw the whole world to himself. And by his suffering and death, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who put their trust in him. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn, to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy and gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin, and become subject to evil and death, you, in your mercy, sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. The gifts of God with gladness and singleness of heart, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Bow down before the Lord. Almighty God, we pray you graciously to behold this your family, for whom our Lord Jesus Christ was willing to be betrayed and given into the hands of sinners and to suffer death upon the cross, who lives and reigns forever and ever, Amen. I invite the congregation to please kneel as we recite together Psalm 22.
3: My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And are so far from my cry, and from the words of my distress. Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but you do not answer. By night is well, but I find no rest. Yet you are the Holy One, enthroned upon the praises of Israel. Our forefathers put their trust in you. They trusted, and you delivered them. They cried out to you, and were delivered. They trusted in you, and were not put to shame. But as for me, I am a worm and no man scorned by all, and despised by the people. All who see me laugh me to scorn. They curl their lips and wag their heads, saying, He trusted in the Lord, let him deliver him. Let him rescue him, if he delights in things. Yet you are he who took me out of the womb and kept me safe upon my mother's breast. I have been entrusted to you ever since I was born. You were my God when I was still in my mother's room. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, and there is none to help. Many young bulls encircle me, strong bulls of fashion surround me. They open wide their jaws at me, like a ravening and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, all my bones are out of joint. My heart within my breast is melting around My mouth is dried out like a pot sugar. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. And you have laid me in the dust of the grave. Packs of dogs close me in. And gangs of evildoers circle around me. They pierce my hands and my feet. I can count all my wounds. They stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them. They cast lots for my clothing. Be not far away, O Lord. You are my strength. Hasten to help me. Save me from the sword, my life from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth, my wretched body from the horns of wild bulls. I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the congregation I will praise you. Praise the Lord, you that fear him; Stand in awe of him, O Israel. All you of Jacob's line give glory. For he does not despise nor abhor the poor in their poverty. Neither does he hide his face from them. But when they cry to him, he hears them. My praise is of him in the great assembly. I will perform my vows in the presence of those who worship him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied, and those who seek the Lord shall praise him. May your heart live forever. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall bow before him. For kingship belongs to the Lord, he rules over the nations. To him alone all who sleep in the earth bow down and worship. All who go down to the dust All before him. My soul shall live for him. My descendants shall serve him. They shall be known as the Lord's forever. They shall come and make known to a people yet unborn the saving deeds that he has done.